Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 347. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. And Tony Katz. Hello, hello. Thanks for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast right after this. Got a lot of good stuff to get to today. Uh, this is going to be kind of our Halloween-themed pod since it's uh, a week from today as we're recording. Uh, but first things first, Tony, let's hear about your adventurous weekend. Thank you. Um, yeah, I had a, I did have a, a nice little fun weekend. Uh, it actually started the day after the podcast last week. I um, was, uh, we, as we recorded last Tuesday, it was a Wednesday, and I was um, at lunch and got a text from someone saying like, Hey, uh, me and some friends are going to Oktoberfest. Uh, would you want to come with us? Yada, yada. And I was like, Oh, you know what? Yeah. I mean, you know, Oktoberfest is only here once a year. I haven't been to it yet. And I've actually, this was the location in uh, Huntington beach. And I've always heard that one's a fun one. I've never, I've never been to that location. The only Oct- I've been to two Oktoberfests. Um, well, few times though, like I've been two locations, I should say I've been to the the one in Torrance, which we were talking about, that was like the first Oktoberfest I think I ever like went to. And uh, and ironically there, that was with Carter, who's old friend of the podcast on our, our like original podcast. Uh, that's where he went on his like first date with his now wife. And uh, it was like a group setting thing. So he asked, had us tag along. So this was like, you know, eight years ago. And then I've been to the Phoenix Club one a few times, including, I believe, last year. Uh, definitely at least two years ago. But I think I feel like I went last year too, but... Regardless, never been to the Huntington Beach one over in Old World in uh, Huntington, and uh, it was a good time. And ironically, the reason I brought up the whole Carter thing was because uh, I actually ran into him and his wife at this Oktoberfest, uh, ironically, on Wednesday. And I uh, don't see them as as much anymore because obviously, you know, life gets in the way. They have a, a daughter now, and uh, Carter being a firefighter, it's um, just not a uh, schedules just don't match up as as often as uh, they once did. But he always makes time for sauerkraut. Yes, he does. Yes, you cannot not make time for sauerkraut. Sauerkraut and the Minnesota Vikings is what he always will make time for. But uh, yeah, so I mean that was a that was a fun time. You know, it wasn't. A, I think a Wednesday was a, a fun time to go. You know, if you're gonna out there doing like a little date night or something or you know something like that, a Wednesday midweeks all right. I mean, I know Sean, we just discussed how you like to be in bed by eight thirty, but uh, for people that maybe aren't up super early, uh, it's not a bad thing because it's it's not nearly as crowded because uh, one of the guys there actually showed us a video of what the place looked like on Friday as, and it was a, a massive line wrapped around the corner, like insane, like to the point where it wouldn't even be that fun being that busy, but, uh, it was perfect on Wednesday. So had a good time doing that. And then, uh, festivities continued this weekend. I, uh, Saturday, I went to a, a Halloween party, first Halloween party I've been to this season. And, uh, it was fun. You know, I dressed up as Luigi, which is what I've been the last few years. Uh, Probably go to another party or something this upcoming weekend. Uh, maybe I'll be someone different, but I, I don't About know. Waluigi. That wouldn't be a bad one. Maybe I could try to find that costume just somewhere. Just a purple shirt, I believe. And that's it. Same thing. Yeah, that's true. Maybe put a W on my chest or something. But uh, th- this Halloween party, it's the third year in a row I've been to it. And it's it's always a good time because they just... It's an older party. Like it's a, it's a friend of ours. It's her uh, in-laws and they just do a great job. The decorating is just superb, like in the house, out front of the house, um, the backyard. Uh, and they got like food out. It's a very, it's an adult party. It's, it's, it's nice. It's, it's a fun time. 
There was a wolf man. I there was, yeah, of it, so. there was. And I, uh, I showed you the, the video of the two girls on the swing set that was, that are talking in a creepy little girl voice. So yeah, that was a, that was a good time. And then the other thing I just wanted to talk about too, was just a funny quick story here about, uh, on Friday. So it was a, a friend of ours birthday Friday down in, uh, Hermosa. Cause that's, he lives in the Redondo area. So we, we traveled out there and this buddy of mine, the thing we would do, you know, a few years ago and stuff when we would, uh, there'd be some nights where if we were out drinking, it would always be like a special occasion. Like I think the last, like we did it, I think once in like Vegas. And then another time was in like San Diego when we went and saw the holiday bowl was we'd order a Rumpelman shot at the bar and we would just split it. Like he would have half, I would have half. And we were cruising because as I'm sh- maybe you guys know, don't know Rumpelman's is a hundred proof. It's Ugh. Yeah, and it tastes like mint, and it burns all the way down to your toes. It and, turns into a Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, and so it's uh, it's strong. And uh, as we get to the – Joe's never had one before, mind you. It's me and my, my buddy Brad and I are the ones that usually do it. So we get there, and it was Brad's birthday. And we're at – mind you, we're, you know, we, we get there in like 5 o'clock in the afternoon because it's – you know we wanted to get there early because they have a kid now too. So they wanted to uh, you know, have the night not be so late. So we get down to the first bar in a Hermosa and Joe comes up to me within two minutes of being there and says, Hey, Hey, what's that shot that, uh, you and Brad would get sometimes. I'm like, uh, Rumpelman's mind you also, not every bar even carries this. Like a lot of places don't even have it. And so I hear, I see Joe go up to the bar and I see him say something to her and she nods her head. Yes. And he's like, I'll take three of them. And I'm like, Oh no. So we take a shot of them and then immediately i mean you, you talk about zero to a hundred like you immediately start feeling like you can feel it and it feels like it goes through waves too because it's like to your head and then all of a sudden like i remember i was having a conversation with one of uh brad's wife's friends and i was like i remember halfway through it it was like you know like in a 21 jump street when like they're talking to the gym teacher and all of a sudden he's like his head turns into like an ice cream cone i didn't get that extreme but i know at one point i felt like i was like fuck what am i even saying but so then about an hour later, somehow another round gets presented to us. So now we've oh. taken two Rumpelman shots. And that is when things really took a turn. Uh, we got out of, out of hand. I mean, I would be lying to say if I wasn't, if I said I wasn't drunk, because I mean, two of those will do it to you. And uh, the best part was Joe also had two. And mind you, he had never had them before. And he was acting like, you know, he was just taking a regular shot when he would take them. Well, as we left that night, because uh, my roommate drove because he doesn't really drink. Joe decides to stay back. He's like, nah, I'm, I'm just going to Uber. And we're like, what? Why? It's like an hour and a half away. <laughs> yeah, but he was going to his girlfriend's house who lives in Huntington Beach. So we're like, dude, like, do you, do you need to see her tonight? I mean, you can't even like function, I don't think. And he's like, I'm an Uber. So he Ubers and I don't talk to him until the following morning. And I hear from him because we were going to that Halloween party together. I hear from him in the afternoon. He just goes, holy shit. I'm still, I'm still wrecked. My neck hurts. I threw up. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dude, you underestimated what these Rumplemans can do. You were a rookie going in and you thought you were an all-star and you can't, you, you can't mess with those. The Rumplemans are, they'll do the job, but uh, I don't know. Have you guys ever had a Rumpleman shot? I've never even heard of it until right now. <laughs> no, I haven't. I don't think I've been that adventurous. Yeah, it's um, something. I drink scotch. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, it even says, like, if you look it up, it even says, like, Rumblemans are, like, 100 proof, and, like, they say, like, the average drink or something is, like, 60, 80 proof or something like that, like, whiskeys or something. So, what's in it? Is it it's yeah, a, where, where does it come from? Uh, I don't want to Google stuff. It's... 
Oh, you don't have Is to Google like too much. Is that like a drink or something? I don't know what it's. No, Rumble Mins. There you go. Yeah, no, that is it. It's a peppermint schnapps, pretty much. So it's so it's just peppermint schnapps. I guess you can see what kind of alcohol it is that people like right there. It, yeah, German style liqueur. Yeah, yeah best known. Yeah, peppermint I know schnapps. what schnapps is. Okay, there you go. So German drink. Yeah, my grandma used. To I like how uh, peppermint people. I, I like how when you Google something, it asks these questions, and one of the questions was like, "Does Rumble Mins get you drunk?" I hope that whatever the response was was like, "No, it gets you fucked up because." Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Well, so sounds it's pretty rowdy. It's just, yeah, just straight. Yeah, straight poison to the brain. But Ugh. yeah, it's maybe one day you guys can maybe on our like a celebratory podcast for Tony's take, we'll uh we'll shoot one back and see what happens. Maybe that'll be, be like a, no a Friday episode. <laughs> I uh, I sipped a little bit of Glenfiddich 14 on Friday. Uh just uh two fingers neat and it was lovely. I had it with some salmon. Pretty good. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, sounds uh, rowdy, Tony. Pretty pretty good. Uh, speaking of rowdy, uh, John Stewart is no more with Apple. Uh, well, I do want to talk about this. Before we get into all these news stories, oh. uh, we did want to talk about what our plans might be for next week. So uh, next uh. week is Halloween. I don't think we're going to have a regular show, but... I think we're going to put together uh, like a little best of Halloween or something like that. Some clips of Halloween uh, oh, yeah. stories that we've told episodes around that time. Uh, yeah. Something out. But um, so, yeah, so probably no sports or anything like that. But so, uh, yeah, hopefully nothing happens like the World Series. I don't know. Probably not. Oh, yeah, we could still. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's. We could still record next week. I just. Not on. It's, it's, yeah, it's not worth it trying to. Yeah. Figure out schedules and stuff. So. Yeah, it's um, a tough time. But yeah, but yeah, it'll be good though. We'll have a lot of playing stories when we get back. Yeah. yeah. So uh, on to uh, John Stewart. So uh, the former Daily Show host, he's been doing a show for Apple TV, uh, similar to the this. Daily Show. Um, kind of, I think it's kind of like more like Bill Maher. If there's like a, a panel kind of thing, uh, like, like a mix between that and uh, the, the John Oliver show on HBO. Um, I think there's been a couple seasons of it. Yeah, I don't have Apple. I've, ne- I've, I've only seen clips of it. Um, but he is quitting the show. The show is ending. He's been fired. It's it's hard to say what exactly is the story here. Uh, but the issue here was that he wanted to do uh, an episode about China and things that they're doing that aren't great. Uh, but China is very important to the Apple Corporation. They uh, really uh, need them to cooperate in their phone manufacturing and so Apple said no. And so, uh, yeah, Stewart doesn't want to work with them if they're going to interfere on the show uh, or slash Apple fired him if he wants if he was going to do this. So um, either way, the show is not going to continue. John Stewart, I guess, would be a free agent again to do something that he wants to do. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it, it is a bad sign. I think Apple is still a corporation people like, but we know they're not perfect and they have their own issues. And um yeah, they might be funding Look, Martin Scorsese movies for two hundred million, but they still have yeah. their own agenda. Apple is huge, and everyone is going to look the other way on them with China, so long as you you can get an iPhone for under fifteen hundred dollars. But if you want your Apple company to be out of China and have your phones produced in you know Sweden, you're going to be paying thirty eight hundred dollars for that same phone. So no one cares. That's what it is. Yeah, um, it, just a reminder of yeah, the, the trade-offs we make here. 
And hopefully John Stewart makes whatever he was doing and just puts it out. Just make it on X like uh, Tucker Carlson does and probably a million <laughs> <Yeah>. other people. <laughs> yeah, why isn't Elon reached out yet? I hate that, yet? by the way. Like, that sounds so stupid. That just sounds like you're make it on drugs, you know? Yep. Like, Twitter was a thing. X sounds like it's a drug because it's been a drug a lot Could longer it, than it's uh, been an app. Are you talking about DMX's streaming service? Like, no, no. Oh, Andy. <laughs> All right, Deadpool 3. Uh, it is not going to come out in May 2024, so that's kind of the first big announcement. Can we uh, anticipate this with everything? The actors have been walking yes, around the streets for like 100 days now. This is the first one because they've been... They filmed. They said they filmed 80% of this movie, and I think the director even said there's a cut of the movie that would make sense if he had to put it how he could. Um, but they always expected that the strike would be over soon enough and they'd be able to, to complete the little things they need to complete on it and it would still make its May 2024 date. Uh, but Disney is saying no, they are not going to put it out. So uh, sounds like they don't expect to be done by that point. Um, but it is not the first movie to get delayed. Um, there's some, there'll be, there'll be others. Um, and we do actually do have another one that also has been announced to be delayed. So uh, this is oh, yeah. the, this is what the strike is, has given us. So, uh, Mission Impossible 8, which we don't know the title yet because... Is it 8 or is it 7.5? Yeah, this was originally announced to be Dead Reckoning Part 2 because we saw Dead Reckoning Part 1. Um, but based on the fact that Dead Reckoning Part 1 didn't do that well, they might just decide to call it something different so that people don't get worried about be like, well, I didn't... Part 1, I don't remember Part 1. Just like, okay, it's, an, well, it's a new movie, well, so but I when assume it comes it's out going to three still... Years later, like just make it a new thing. Yeah. I think it'll still continue the story, I would assume. Bond um, movies pick up it right to... where they left off, or, you know, I'm sure a handful yeah, of you know sequels like that. Like, people understand. Yeah. I think that, I mean, they announced uh, Dead Reckoning Part 1 and Part 2, like, before the pandemic. That was the idea. And that would be the end of the story. But things have changed. Tom Cruise found a new life. I don't know. Um, but this is not going to come out next summer. It is now being pushed to 2025. I don't know what's been done on that movie because they were trying to produce them at the same time. Uh, so I think part of it has been filmed, but, uh, yeah, they, they are not going to have it out next summer, which is not a surprise. Uh, they are also moving the Quiet Place spinoff movie, uh, to July, taking Mission Impossible slots there. So that, that's getting delayed from, I believe, March to July, so... Yeah, that's yeah. exactly the last time we'll, we'll talk about delays, but that's the uh, the two big ones that we found out this week. Yeah, yeah, there'll be more. There, there'll be more, I guess. All right, um, certain Halloween costumes are banned by SAG, so don't even think about wearing. Yeah, so with, the, with the strike, uh, with the strike, that means uh, Halloween is canceled because uh, everything is movies, I guess. Uh, no, but the SAG after put out guidelines about Halloween costumes that members of the union can't do Halloween costumes that are based on movie characters that are from the studios that are being strike against. Uh, very confusing. But so, what does that leave them as their options? I'm thinking something along the lines of like what always Sonny DeVito was not Spider Man, but Man Spider. <laughs> Yeah, but I think you could still like be Spider-Man no because no, you could be Spider-Man and say I'm Spider-Man from the comic books. I am not Tobey Maguire. I am Spider-Man from the Marvel comics, 
But what if you are Tobey Maguire? What is he supposed to do? He could still be... He could dress up as Spider-Man and say, I'm the comic Spider-Man. I'm not the movie character. Um, I don't know. I don't know how All far of this is dumb because none of this pertains to literally anyone who's listening. Like, George Clooney, first off, he also shouldn't be in a costume. He's like 68 years old. But he's not listening to this, I don't think. So... Oh, well, I don't this think is a nothing burger. News from us, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. It, it is interesting that they have to put this these guidelines out because it's like, yeah, someone's going to get in trouble. Um, well, all of these people are obsessed with attention, so someone's going to go against the grain, or they're going to share their two cents. We should be allowed to, you know, be a troll if we want to be a troll, or I want to be a well, half naked uh, uh, Gumby. Why not? So it's important. Uh, half naked Gumby, huh? Wasn't Gumby like pretty much full naked? Yeah, I don't think you wore clothes at all. <laughs> so it's important. If you're going to do a troll <laughs> costume, you cannot be a troll from Trolls 3, the sequel. I don't know what it's called. But Trolls 3 is coming out in theater soon. So you cannot be a Trolls character from the Trolls film. But if you want to be any other other type of troll, I think that's fine. Probably not like a Harry Potter related troll, but maybe a book Harry Potter troll, but not a movie Harry Potter troll. So it's very important, the distinction there. So uh, you can't do anything from movies. So, Tony, you were Luigi? Yeah. Were you playing Charlie Kelly's Luigi from the movie? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, you just broke the strike. Yeah. (laughs) I have to put you in jail. (laughs) Straight to jail. Um, I think you were the Mario Kart version. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't even know what the other one Specifically. Well, they look the same. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know. Pretty good. Were you, were you a Smash Brothers version or you like fifth. Super Mario Brothers version of Luigi? It, it, it's important. What about Mario Golf? Did you have a golf club with you? I'm more of a Mario tennis guy. Yeah, you're more. That's, that's a good thing to be. Yeah. Um, that's acceptable, but you can't be Luigi from the movie. Okay. That's a more you know. Yeah. All right. All right, Andy, uh, Netflix is increasing their prices. This is just getting out of control. They're almost the price uh, well, of cable. So everyone's increasing their prices. I know they're not almost the price of cable. That's I think it kind of people are forgetting how expensive cable really is. It's like 150 bucks for a cable mm. subscription. Uh. Um, but, uh, yeah, everyone's doing this now. I think that's the point is once everyone is kind of in the system, you just keep raising the prices until you make them more money. But... Uh, this Netflix price increase is unusual in that it, because Netflix has had some changes over the last few years, um, including like the, the password issue. Uh, they are only increasing the price of premium from $20 to $23. That's outrageous. So the, premium, the premium is what gets you the 4K content. You also get, um, I believe, more streams at once. So you can have like four users at once. Um, still can't share across, you know, households, but you can have, if you have six TVs in your house or whatever, you can run them all. Um, I've always bought premium because I wanted to watch the 4k content. If I resubscribe, I might not go with the the premium because it's so expensive now. Uh, the middle tier, which I guess is now going to be the lowest tier is not going to change prices. So that is still, I think 1549 they said, um, and that'll only get you 1080p. It won't get you to 4k. Um, there was a basic tier that was even cheaper that is being eliminated altogether. And that basic uh, tier gave you non-HD content, um, which is like, at are this you, point, are you grandfathered in if you already have that? Cause I have that plan. You will, you will be, um, but if but I leave it, it's gone. That, most likely. Yeah. Oh, wow. And that is increasing I mean, I as well. I think 
I don't intend to have it long. I got it for Hubie Halloween. Uh, but I'm watching this Roman Empire show, so but it's only three seasons, so yeah. I'll have that done. So I believe that was going up from like nine dollars to eleven dollars or something. But then no, there's it also like, the it's six ninety nine, Andy. Okay, well that's but you no, can't watch anything about. that's not Netflix related. So like, that is yeah, that is not the tier I'm talking about. The basic plan oh. was something from like years ago. Oh, that I was don't like four eighty p maximum, and it was cheap. And they want to get people off there, but they they will let people stay as long as they pay for it. Um, I only you got have this last the, month. You have the lowest ad tier. You have ads. Yeah, and it's pretty. It's so pretty bad. That's what they're trying to move people onto is the ads because they can make money off the ads. So, um, uh, but yeah, it's it's all getting confusing. I think Netflix in the future will kind of reduce down to ads or no ads and not have all these tiers. Uh, but the twenty three dollars a month just to get four K content is kind of crazy to me. Um, because it's not like, I mean, the movies that are in 4k still look like shit. It's like the gray man. Like, I don't need that. So yeah, that's where we are. All right. Well, uh, we have a Halloween game to play. Uh, are you guys ready to get spooked out? Yeah. Yes. So it's, it's, it's pretty easy. And I think we've, we've been here before, but so I, uh, I compiled a list of some original, films uh no sequels no remakes original films and uh you're gonna have to take a guess at what that rotten tomato score is the critic score not the uh not the audience's score so uh you guys ready to start this game off with a, a movie from 1979 yes can i guess 1979 movie let's see. of course i'd be mad at you if you didn't andy 79 <laughs> i actually don't know don't you? 1979? I know 78, and I know 74. Um, a 1979? I hope I didn't write this down wrong. A horror movie. Yes, uh, it's not a rom-com. Texas Chainsaw, I don't know. I know that's a lot earlier, but... Maybe Is Kevin Bacon in it? Halloween from 1979. I believe that's 78. It said 79 but, when I wrote it down. I will Okay, I will go confirm on my, confirm, my disc... I got okay. this on off of Rotten Tomatoes, so uh, what do you think the Arizona score is at least? Ooh. You want to lock in your number, Tony? For Halloween, 68%. Ooh, I had the inverse, 86. Ooh. Halloween is, it might be certified fresh, I don't know what the scale is, but uh, 96. Ooh. Yeah, I should have known it was higher. Yeah, it was 1978 also, so. Well, uh, Rotten Tomatoes is wrong, or I wrote it down (laughs) wrong. I do find the older I get, the worse I am at typing on these stupid phones. And, um, yeah, I like I hate texting, and I hate writing stuff down on this, so it it could very well be user error. Uh, But 96 should be accurate. Yeah, All right, number yeah. two from 1984, I think. <laughs> be tough to guess these. Yeah, ones. No. it's part of. Does the, that one have Johnny Depp in it? It may or may not, on, Andy. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street, huh? Yep. Okay, so that one, I will say that one was 81 percent. Oh God damn! What? That's what I had. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Look at you guys on the same page. <laughs> that page. <laughs> That page is wrong. It is 95. All right. So, because these are all getting 
reviews after the fact, I think. I'd love to know what the reviews are. Well, yeah, Sandy, Rotten, reviews, you know? Rotten Tomatoes didn't exist know, in 1984. They, so. they could have. <laughs> you wrote your newspaper reviews like a, and sent them in. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, moving on the list uh, from 1973. Oh, that's The that's Exorcist. The yeah. That is The Exorcist, correct. Uh, I'll say The Exorcist was... Mm, I'm going to say... Like ninety seven percent, go really high. I'm gonna go with ninety two. The Exorcist is at seventy eight. Yeah. Whoa! I scared the critics too much. Yeah, exactly. All right, this fun movie is from nineteen eighty. This has to be Friday the Thirteenth. Oh yeah. Correct. Okay. Oh, you I'm sorry. Um, I'll say that one was seventy four percent. It was 62. Oh, you guys were getting closer there by the by the turn. Uh, 64%. All right, pretty good. All right, now I, uh, I kind of mixed it up. Didn't want to go all old stuff. So uh, The Nun from, oh, I messed that up, from 2018. <laughs> I'll say that was like 28%. I was going to say 54. Tony was pretty close, 24 Oh, yeah, I remember it being pretty bad, getting pretty bad reviews. None 2 did a lot better. Okay, maybe I had that in my mind. All right, this movie from 2015. So this is an original horror movie in 2015. Uh, let's see. Maybe the so, Babadook? The original movie. It doesn't yeah. necessarily mean there say, wasn't this, a show. Is this it? No. Oh. That would have been the original I would have gone with. That one's not on this list, actually. Oh, that is... Hmm. This one is right in front of you, basically. You you think about it daily. Conjuring? No, that was 2015. I think about it daily. Because <laughs> I really live in a... Trying to dial it in. I, I think about it daily. food every day. <laughs> You're watching an, a series about it right now. Oh, Goosebumps? Oh, right, yeah. I am. Goosebumps won. Um, I'll say that was like 46%. 63. 78. Ooh. Pretty good. All right, what about this uh, horrifying film from 1974? That would be Texas Chainsaw. Winner, winner. Um, I'll say that one was... 92%. 84. Both are pretty close. 89%. Ooh. All right, a couple more from 2022. That's Barbarian. That is correct. Oh, oh shit. Very good. Barbarian, I'll say, was, let's see, um, I feel like it was actually pretty high. Uh, it was 82. Okay. What's going on? One dollar, Bob. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jeez. Price is wrong, Andy. Uh, 93%. Well, I guess it was right. I mean, yeah. You would have beat me there. All right. And the last movie on my list today from 1996. Scream. Scream. Yeah. Look at you guys. I'll say Very Scream good. was 93%. I have 91 81. I was going to say, I hope it ends at 92. Matthew Lillard needs to get his revenge on Hubert or something. 
Well, there you go. So, that, yeah, that's just a, a little list of uh, some pretty high-rated scary movies. The originals tend to be the uh, the best in the series, but as we see in The Nun, not necessarily always. Where's, uh, where's Leprechaun 1? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's on the list. Leprechaun Stars has like all of those. The hood or something. There's like 18 of those on Stars. I have Stars for 2.99 a month for yeah. a few months right now. It's like ah, I'm yeah. not going to waste the time watching a 15, 18-year-old Jennifer Aniston get scared by a little green goblin that isn't Willem Dafoe. Oh, but it's Warwick Davis. He's cool. He was uh-huh. Willow. Yeah. All right, well, uh, we have one trailer, uh, Andy. Leave the world behind. You are going on a uh, global tour, and then you're going across the the universe. Uh, not quite, and this is not uh, fitting with the Halloween theme, but this is a, a Netflix movie coming out December 8th uh, from Sam Esmail, the, uh, the creator of Mr. Robot. So this is like his first movie, and it's got uh, Julia Roberts, Ethan Hawke, uh, Mahershala Ali, and Kevin Bacon. So nice little cast there he got for his uh, first film. Uh, it's an interesting trailer. I can't really tell what the whole thing is about. People rent an Airbnb and then some bad things happen in the world. I'm not sure. The world gets left behind, according to the title. Um, but yeah, an intriguing uh, trailer right there. So um, I think I think it's good when the trailer doesn't tell you all the plot points. Just like, well, here's the thing. Yeah, I don't like when they're you know those kinds of movies and they give you the whole movie in the trailer. I get it if it's Netflix, it's people see it as free because it's fake money that you're paying for this app that just shows up on your TV. But I like that. Let us figure it out as we watch it. All right, well, we're going to get into what we've been watching. But before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This leash works with your dog's current collar or harness. And when you plug in promo code, Tony, that is T-O-N-Y, they're going to give you a 65% off at checkout because they're friends of the pod. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code Tony for 65% off at checkout. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right. I have one uh, with uh, the exception of I've been keeping up with Goosebumps but I'm not ready to talk about it. Although I guess Halloween's over. So it's good. I mean, I've got goosebumps as well. I did want to talk a little bit about it. I know Tony's watched a couple of yeah, talked about it last that's, week. That's the only thing I have. And so, I've uh, watched like, I think like three oh, we can or close with that or something. Yeah. Yeah. I've watched three of them. So yeah, we could, we talk, have a little discussion I'm right around there too. I mean, it is important to the history of this podcast. So we are like probably in the top percent of <laughs> goosebumps, uh, commentators. Oh, yeah, yeah um, that's true. This is the Goosebumps pod. <clears throat> but I've got a whole ton of horror movies that I watch on streaming that I want to talk a little bit about. Just tell you where they are if, you, if you're interested. But um, So, yeah, I mean, let's see. That's So that's five in the middle. Then I also got The New Exorcist. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start us off with that, okay? Is that, that fine with everyone? Yeah, do it. Uh, the Exorcist it. Believer came out uh, a few weeks ago now. Um, and I said, like, I don't want reviews to affect what people think of a movie before going in. But I guess when you're when you're spending money, people like to know, like, OK, is this worth it for me? I don't spend that money like I, I have a subscription, so I don't mind seeing a movie with bad reviews um, just to see it. So I saw The Exorcist Bat Believer uh, last week. 
Um, a creepy thing happened in the theater in that there was no sound. Oh. There was also only like two other people in the theater, but uh, they got that fixed uh, and they just like went right into the movie. Um, yeah, I think I have to agree with most of the reviews. It, it was disappointing, um, but disappointing in a disappointing way in that it wasn't fun, bad. It was just kind of like, well, what, what was the point of this? Like nothing interesting really happens. It's, it's you definitely can buy well this made. for 30 bucks on iTunes. Really? Okay. That's quick. Um, but it, it's like, it, it was competent. The actors were all good. Like there was nothing you could laugh at there. Nothing too stupid happens. Uh, but it just, it wasn't that interesting. So like in this one, um, I guess the twist is that there's two girls that get possessed. Um, I think one, and they wanted to do, they, they needed to be different. They couldn't just be like, we're remaking the original and it's going to be the same thing. So, but it's also not different enough, but also doesn't do the good stuff from the original movie. Um, I think one of my complaints is it takes a long time to get to the point where they're possessed. So I think something that's so fun about the original movie is the little things that happen that are creepy of like, okay. And seeing, seeing the progression of the possession mm-hmm. that it's over. Like I think in the movie, it's supposed to be over like six months or something. Um, it is a long time where it's like, okay, she does this weird thing, and then there's weird noises, and then there's this weird thing happening. Um, in this movie, the, the two girls go missing, and they're gone for three days. And when they came back, when they come back the next day, they're already like end stage possession with the you know cuts all over and stuff, and and not even themselves anymore. And so you kind of lose that possession. That, that I don't want to say fun because it's not supposed to be fun, <laughs> but it is. It's kind of a thrill ride in the original movie of to see the little things that happen um and you just really lose that it's like and it takes a long time to get to that point and then it's like okay now they're already fully possessed and now we're already into the stage where we need to do the exorcism which ends up being the worst part of the movie um also they, they bring back um alan burston uh from the original movie and they paid her a lot of money complete waste um i know she didn't want to do it and she agreed to do it if they like created a scholarship for underprivileged actors or something. So she wanted to do something good. Well, that's um, she's like 90 years old. She's, she's in her nineties. Um, they, they filmed her scenes first because they're like, you might die. <laughs> oh, wow. um, and it's like, you could cut the whole thing from the movie and it doesn't matter. And it just seemed like, I f- it seems like it an was- executive said we can get her and that's going to make this legitimate. Yeah, I think that's because, that's definitely what it could be. Cause yeah. it is the whole thing where it's like, Oh my God, like they've got the original mom and it's four, 50 years you know, later since this came out, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, yeah. You could cut everything. Like, you, there's definitely a, a version of the script because they almost didn't get, get her degree to do this. That just, she was not in at all. And it just kind of like grinds the movie to a halt. It doesn't do anything like good for the character. And just like, I don't know what, I don't, I don't know. I, I can't imagine this is what they wanted from this movie uh, going in because like, there are things you could have done that are interesting, especially it takes place in the South, which is a very different religion than uh, the exorcist is, is Catholic with priests and everything. Uh, there could be tension there with, you know, I don't think the other Christianity really does exorcisms. They might believe in demons and stuff like that, yeah. but they don't do that traditional thing of a priest going in there and throwing holy water and that kind of shit. And you kind of, so do you lose that? that? That's an interesting place to go with that. Is that like those people, don't believe in that down there. They were Baptists. One, one of the other, the other family was Baptists, which is, uh, has some different ideas about there, but it's like, they don't explore that at all. And, uh, I mean, a part of it is like the, the dad, the main character 
Well, it's like he doesn't believe anymore. I think that's where it comes for the believer part of it. Um, and they don't really do anything with it. It just kind of happens. And I don't know. It, it, it is not like so poorly made that you can laugh at it. Uh, just It's just a movie. So disappointing. Yeah, well, that's a bummer to hear. Yeah, it's too bad. Uh, but there will be sequels. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe they'll do something really good. Learn from their mistakes. Yeah. I and mean, we've seen it. You just talked about The Nun. The Nun was bad. The Nun 2, I guess, was better. So it happens sometimes. What you, what did this Rotten Tomato get for this Exorcist Believer? It was like 20s, 30s, oh, okay. pretty low. Yeah, it was pretty bad. All right. Do you want to do more, Andy? Or? Does anyone have anything else? I, I, no, I, mean, I only have the Goosebumps thing. I have one, and uh, I'll be fairly quick. I think I mentioned it maybe a pot or two ago. It's been on my list. It's on Netflix. A Netflix original movie, Reptile. Benicio Del Toro. You guys know how I feel about that man. Um, this is a little bit different. So he's a uh, detective and uh, following a murder. And it seems like there's some bad people. There's some twists and turns and curveballs. Uh, Alicia Silverstone is in this. Uh, Justin Timberlake is in this. Um it's decent. It's different. Uh, like I said, I mean, Benicio's just, he's top notch. But also, it's the same thing where when I was watching Hijacked, that Apple show about the plane getting hijacked, and it's Idris Alba in first class. And you're like, oh, this is going to be so awesome. I bet he, like, he's an old you know, CIA operative or MI007 op, and he's just going to whoop ass on these terrorists. No, no, no. He's just like a you know business guy. Uh, who can bench 400 pounds uh, because he likes to do that in his off time, but he's never punched anyone in his life. Um, this is similar where when you watch Benicio in Sicario and he can single-handedly kill all of you know Escobar's guys uh, with his thumb, uh, he can still whoop ass. He's a cop, detective guy, but he's not that stone-cold killer. Uh, but I still enjoyed it. It's fun. It's it's lengthy a little bit. There's some twists and turns. I did look at the you know timing. And I was like, oh shit, there's an hour left in this movie. And I was like, I thought they were wrapping this thing up. Um, it's fun. It's a whodunit. Check it out. It's on Amazon or Netflix. Yeah, I was gonna correct you because you already said Netflix. It also has Dominic uh, Lombardozzi. You don't know Not his HBO's name, but guy, yeah. He is a bad man in everything he's ever been in. And I was wondering about that, too. Like, I wonder how he feels. Like, I can never be cast as a good guy. Like, everything... And maybe he has been. I don't know. Everything I've ever seen him in, he's either, like, a jerk and, like, it's not an evil person. He's just a bad person. Or he's absolutely an evil, awful person. Uh, I don't know. Do you like always being a villain? Do you you deal with it? Is it a problem that you work out with a... you know, heavy bag. <laughs> I don't know. Wouldn't that mess you up a little bit? Always playing the the bad guy. No, I think the paycheck helps. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it doesn't hurt. That's it. Other than the the bumps. All right, so I've got five movies that I watched on streaming services this uh, this past week. Um, I'm going to start with uh, a couple new ones. Uh, first one, no one will save you. This is uh, on Hulu. Uh, came out last month. It is a uh, alien thriller movie starring uh, Caitlin Deaver of uh, Sean's favorite uh, show, uh, Last Man Standing, and a bunch yeah. of other things. Um, but she plays kind of a um, 
a recluse in a small town. Doesn't really talk to anyone. Lives alone um, in her home after her mother died, and then uh, aliens come and uh, invade, and you know they try to they try to get her, um, and she's able to kind of fight them off, and then kind of kind of try to do like a home alone thing of like I'm gonna protect myself from these aliens, but um, pretty good for a streaming movie, like some some good alien designs, like they're creepy. They're different ones, and uh, the I'd say the gimmick of this movie is there's no dialogue, so she is basically by herself for the entire movie, so she wouldn't be talking to you know aliens. Um, but even in the in the, the scenes where she does try to go into town and see people, uh, they just figure out a way to have no dialogue, which is a little you know weird, but like that's kind of what what they're going for. Um, like I said, it's it's a it's a movie about aliens, and it's a movie about alienation. You get that little wordplay there. Whoa. She is uh, she is off on her own. Um, yeah, but I thought it was a, a really good lower budget streaming movie. Just there, you know. Um, I enjoyed it. Probably ninety minute, quick, quick little movie there. Um, next up, I have uh, this one's on on Amazon. Uh, it's called Totally Killer, and. Um, I, not the most original premise here. So do you remember um, a while back they made a movie called Happy Death Day, mm-hmm. which was, okay, a slasher movie, but Groundhog Day. Hell yeah. Um, and then a few few years later, the same director made a movie called Freaky, which was Freaky Friday, but a slasher movie. Vince Vaughn. Um, yeah. So this movie, totally killer. Not from the same director. I would have thought that, oh, when I first saw the trailer, like, oh, that's probably what it's going to be. Uh, this is Back to the Future, but a slasher movie. Okay. So uh, in this movie, it's a, a teenage girl. Her mom uh, was the sole survivor of a slasher movie type real event in the 80s, um, played by Julie Bowen. So you got your uh, Hubie Halloween connection right there, John. Mm-hmm. Um, and now 30 years later, the killer comes back and finishes her off. Um, so now the, the daughter, after losing her mother... There's a time machine like it's it's kind of it's a very jokey movie. It's just like, oh, her friend invented a time machine. So she's like, great, we'll use the time machine and go back to the 80s. Flex when capacitor. Yeah. When my parents were in high school and I will stop the killer in the 80s. And um, then your dad's going to hit on you because you said <laughs> it's a girl, right? Yeah. Um, and it is very um, self-aware. They reference Back to the Future multiple times because she goes back to 1987 and at that point back to the future already exists in the world. So she's able to like explain that to people like, Oh, I'm in a back to the future situation. Like, Oh, okay. Um, it's fun, but it is cheap and not that well made. like, I I figured like if they, if they had the, if they got the director from like happy death day, um, and they, they got a better budget or something. Um, this is Blumhouse as well, but it's straight to streaming. It just kind of looks a little worse. Um, not like big name stars in this to, um, the, the main character, she was in Mad Men and she was in the Sabrina show on Netflix. So she's been in things, um, but yeah, not like a, a big cast otherwise. Um, like I said, Julie Bowen and then uh, her dad, I recognized him. He was in Scary Movie, he was in, or the first one. I'm like, yeah, I recognize that guy. Um, but yeah, it's it's silly and kind of fun, but yeah, not that like super well made. There's some good jokes about, uh, you know, what things were like in the 80s versus, uh, you know, teenagers now and what... Uh, is acceptable and what's not, but um, I, I enjoyed it for what it is. It's a fun, 
little horror comedy, which is a, a genre I, I always like to uh, check out. Uh, so that's called Totally Killer. That's on Amazon. Well, very good. All right, All are right. we up to uh, Goosebumps? No, I got a few more here. Oh, these ones will be, be quicker because these are older. <laughs> Um, I watched one on HBO called We're All Going to the World's Fair. This came out last year. Um, I had it on my list for a while. This is a very weird uh, movie that's very modern. Uh, the premise here is it's like a teenage girl uh, starts and she's like doing like a YouTube video where she's like, today I'm going to take the, the World's Fair challenge. And she has to like do watch some video. And then the whole idea is like, this challenge is supposed to make you go crazy over time. And so then it's like the whole movie is basically just her recording different videos of updates of like, and now I feel like this. And now this weird thing is happening. And there's some creepy stuff that happens in there. But like the mystery of the movie is like, is any of this real or is this all a bit? Um, and there's like a guy who starts following her videos, like a middle-aged guy who's like, you're doing good, good content here. And like, and he starts to be like, is this real or not? Or is this? And it's, it's very weird, very, very modern in the sense that like, we're too old for that. The whole like internet, put yourself online, do the challenges for people. That's like a little bit past our time or before our time, after our time. I don't know. Yeah. But like, that's such a big thing of probably 20 year olds. And it's like, okay, that's kind of an, a, an interesting idea for a, a little spooky movie here but um not that relatable to me um and then it just kind of ends you're like okay i don't know what that was but clearly a very cheap movie to make um i got two more here next one also on hbo a movie called the hole in the ground uh this is from the director of the new evil dead movie and that's why i wanted to check it out it is a irish movie and uh it is about a hole in the ground um but (laughs) the premise here is sounds fascinating uh, <laughs> a, a young woman moves moves with her her young son to like a rural area in Ireland, and uh, they go out like into the woods, and they come across this. Or he runs off, and she goes to like find out, and she comes across this giant hole in the ground. And her thought is, "Oh my god, he fell! He fell into the hole! He fell into the hole!" Um, but then he comes out of the woods, and it's like, "Oh hey, mom!" And it's like, "Okay, it's all good." They go so they go back to the home, and then there's like a crazy lady who basically says. That's not your son. That's not your son. They got him or something. And so then the rest of the movie is her kind of like slowly starting to believe that maybe that isn't her son. That like, did he actually fall in the hole and he got replaced or something? And it's, you know, kind of kind of interesting. Not it. It's uh, a cheaper movie, I would say. Um, but it's Irish people. It is in Ireland. And that's you get the accents and stuff. So uh, seeing a little bit of a different thing. But um, yeah, not a not a big eventful movie but it's kind of a little thriller right there right there um wasn't bad but it wasn't my favorite i'm not going to tell you you got to go out and watch it um then the last one i watched i saw this one on, on paramount that's something i've heard of before but i never checked it out uh called the loved ones and this came out in 2009 it's an australian movie and it was at the end of the uh the torture porn era you've heard that term before hmm. for uh the movies that came out like from between, let's say, like 2002 to 2009. Like Saw and all that shit. Saw and uh, even Texas Chainsaw Massacre Hostel. remake. Hostel, which is very violent. You see limbs being cut into it and all that kind of stuff. Um, so this movie uh, is about a uh, high school kid who turns down the weird, weird girl to the dance. 
And then her dad ends up kidnapping him (laughs) and taking him to their home where she apparently has been doing this for years. No, he's just a weird guy. (laughs) Like exactly what you think. Um, And basically they've been doing this for years. She picks a, a boy that she wants to go out with and then like, well, he rejected you. So now we have to torture the shit out of him. And it is fucking crazy. Like, the shit that happens and I'm like, oh man, I didn't know what this was going to be. Um, but yeah, pretty, pretty intense movie. Um, yeah. Australian movies. So that's another Australian horror movie. You know, I like talk to me from this wow. year. Um, this is from a while back. Uh, no kangaroos that I saw in this film though. So you always want a kangaroo if you're going to be in a, going to make an Australian movie. Well, yeah, it wouldn't be complete without one. Yeah. So that's called the, the loved ones. All right. How many more of these that's it. I, I uh, finished it all. So now we can talk some goosebumps. Now here. for the bumps. And I looked, I am uh, through episode four of right. Goosebumps. And me. they've aired episode six as of the 20th. There's 10 in total. So we still got... This uh, thing goes into November, which doesn't make any sense. What do we want to do with the Goosebumps in November? Oh, uh, that's pretty cool. I didn't realize it was like... Uh, it just kept like every week was a new one. But I forget that's how like Disney does it. I think I've only finished... Three. I think the last one I watched was the Cuckoo Clock one of Doom. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I watched as well. Um, you guys will love the fourth one. I'll just say that it's slappy, right? No, I no. think it was like the sixth. Oh, because there was a, the last thing I saw was he like gets the box. Yeah, and he's not but, in the box, and he's like, no. Without giving anything away, it looks like that's episode six. Is it's called the Night uh, of the Living Dummy? So it's yeah, not even episode have, they're five. They're all named. They're all named. Episodes five is a uh, reader beware. So is the fourth one sounds... the worms? Yeah, disgusting. Because okay. I noticed gross. he started he started eating worms in like the third mm-hmm. one. He's so weird because he's like, hey, you want to watch me eat this worm? Like, I yeah, get I'm like the whole thing, like, oh, you're a teenager, you're crazy, and you know, blah blah blah. But like, I, I'm... he's trying to impress a girl by sh- he's like, I'm gonna <laughs> shove this worm up my nose. What do you think of that? Does that get you hot? The... Like, the the scene in like either the second or third one when Justin Long's in like the diner when no one else is in there because she's closing up shop and then like he's not there and then all of a sudden he's there that actually like kind of got me a little bit it actually like I was like oh shit that's a good job they got a little like very little medium jump scare there because I just thought he was just gonna be gone I didn't expect him to be like back there again with her or like right back behind her so yeah. this is a very weird show based on what I maybe thought it was going to be versus what it is. So this is this is who made the movie, which the movie is a kids movie. It is a fun, goofy thing with teenagers. Uh, I don't think this is made for kids. It's not like violent, but like it seems like it's like that. Uh, what was it? Other Arl Stein thing we watched, the Haunting Hour. Oh, the yeah. But that was it seems even, more like that. Level. That was even campy. But there's I, no there's no I, camp in this. But I feel like they understand the people that know. Netflix and honestly, quite frankly, I mean, not know Netflix, I'm sorry, that no goosebumps and honestly, quite frankly, even know who Justin Long is, is people our age. Yeah, that's what I was getting at is that this is like for like 30 year olds. Yeah, I think, it, I think for, it is meant for it's us. It's not that it's for not for nine year olds. It's not even for 13 year olds or 22 year olds. Like the second episode started with um, a song that was like for like, yeah, people who it like was indie a, alternative a dated music. song. And I was like. Oh, I like this one. And then there's a Nine Inch Nails song in it later. And that's the scene Tony was even referencing. There's a Nine Inch Nails song in the background. I'm like, 
I don't think the 14-year-olds are really into this one. <laughs> but um, I mean, this song came out the year I was born. Um, but it is a good premise. What's interesting about it is that it's like kind of original where it's like it's one story, but basically they're taking stories from Goosebumps and putting them into the episodes. They're happening to different kids. Yeah. Yeah, these kids are having a phenomenally bad semester, is what this yeah. is. <laughs> so it's interesting like, about holy that setup. crap! It's like that's kind of a cool idea to like how you do adapt the entire works of Arl Stein. Uh, that's basically exactly what House of Usher is doing, where each episode of House of Usher is uh, adapting a different Edgar Allan Poe story into that story. So they're doing like the exact same thing. They came out the same day. Uh, very world travels fast, Andy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who, who ripped off who, but uh, it's well, also not a perfect adaptation. First. Like I said, the last the last one we watched, me and Tony, where the the, the cuckoo clock had no, had no time travel involved. Really, it was just about like uh, time loops. In yeah. I mean, we like the the old episode. Remember, he keeps going back in time, and eventually. Doesn't the the sister doesn't exist? That's that's the hook of the 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 twist at the end of that one. Remember? Yeah. But he like goes back all the way to like when he's a baby, and it's like oh shit, nothing like that in this one. But um, yeah, the cuckoo clock one, I I don't even really don't even remember it that much on like the original one. I think I only saw that one like a couple times. Yeah, I yeah. believe he like not all of these were uh, and, you know sparking my memory. Yeah. But the warm one, uh, I thought it was more gross and just weird. Um, I don't remember that one, period. On the original show? I, I did yeah. see the last episode is called Welcome to Horrorland, which, you know, that's oh, my favorite yeah. one there. Oh. Um, but I don't know if they're not going to go to a carnival work that were like trolls work at, I don't think, at least. You never know. Yeah, you could surprise me. Yeah, and I watched uh, with my eight-year-old nephew in his theater the Goosebumps movie from 2015, and he said it was one of his favorite movies now. Yeah, like, that's fun for a kid. I don't think this show would be, though. <laughs> no. Um, I almost recommended it because that was before. I'd, I'd only watched, like, one episode, I think, at that point, but I'm glad we didn't. But Yeah, I'll, I'll keep watching it. I mean, it's fun. I just kind of put it on the background and... Pay attention here and there. I do find you can't watch it in the daytime because it's super dark. Oh, yeah. uh, That's what shot. I was. So I was going to mention that is that I had the lights on in the house and stuff because I think I was watching it. Uh, fuck, what night was I watching it? Let's just call it like, what's today? Let's call it like Thursday night or something. I was watching it and yeah, same exact thing. I was like, hold, like this is way too dark. I can't see anything. Well, it's like yeah. Burl Sun has to be or set. something. I don't know where it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's the I, same location as Twilight or something. Yeah. Um, I, I, what, is it the same town that um, Mr. Arl Stein loses all his manuscripts in, in the wind when his briefcase oh, yeah. opens up? Um, but that was yeah. a little bit lighter. Maybe that was that was at like 1030 in a sunny <laughs> day. Early morning. Yeah. But yeah, check it out. Uh Hulu and uh, Disney Plus. All right. Uh, anything else to add? I don't believe so. I think that'll cover no. it. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 347 of the Tony Sick Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Andy. Yes, thank you. And Tony Katz. Yes, thank you. And have a fun, safe Halloween, because you won't hear our live voices again until, or our new voices, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. You won't hear our voices again <laughs> <New> voices. <laughs> until 
two weeks from today or so. So and then we'll be have gearing a safe up for fun Halloween. Christmas. Exactly. Yeah, we'll have to try to get a get a uh, maybe a Christmas one in here because I know we've done some good Thanksgiving stuff in the past. Where Andy has said some good uh, some good cooking stuff to do and whatnot, and some fun festive drinks. Speaking of festive yeah. drinks, that's one thing. Sorry, really quickly here that I forgot to tell you guys on Wednesday. Uh, before I went to Oktoberfest, the house I went over to, they wanted to make uh, pumpkin spice martinis. So I actually had Fancy. my first big, like other than uh, beer, uh, pumpkin beer, had a first, uh, you know, actual like a uh, festive drink of the fall with a pumpkin spice martini, which uh, you would never catch me drinking one of those in public, I don't believe. But uh, You're a classy man, Tony. Yeah, thank you. Wore a bow tie with pumpkins <laughs> on it when he drank that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, we'll see you later.